all these little expenses that mm. that were really unnecessary. I was resistant to letting those go because to me it was like it's not a lot of money. What's the big deal? Yeah. But when you explained this math to me, it kind of blew my mind. And then I realized, okay, yeah, it is worth <laughs> cutting out these expenses. Welcome to the Abundant Couples Podcast. We are your hosts, Cassidy and Matt. And we're here to help you, awesome growth-minded human, create the most flourishing relationship that you know is possible. In this podcast, we'll dive deep into topics of relationship, intimacy, and lifestyle freedom. We believe that a great relationship is fuel for everything else in your life. So let's jump in and get fueled up. Financial independence. That's what's going on today. Mm -hmm. You might have heard of the FIRE movement, financial independence, retire early is what that stands for, F-I-R-E. That's cool that that's becoming pretty popular because I think it's really important that people think about financial independence because it's really what we've realized is it's about a lot more than just finances right? Financial independence is really about taking control of your own life, right? Being independent of some external job or, you know, something to keep you going, being just like, yeah, carving your own way. Yeah. Rather than being at the whim of a job or somebody else or money, you reclaim your power and are, are in control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're going to talk about what that looks like from a mindset perspective, as well as the the technical side of what it takes to really be financially independent. Mm-hmm. So like with most things, most of it's an internal game. We got to get rid of our limiting beliefs. We got to see what is it that we're striving towards and really find a, a deeper purpose to it because money is just just that it's kind of numbers on a screen but it's what are you what are you building towards what are you creating in your life Mm -hmm. and the more you can move toward financial independence the more you're really in the driver's seat of your own life and that's what the internal game of financial independence really is is can i take full responsibility for everything that i create in my life And the moment you take full responsibility for everything that you create in your life, the more power you have to create what you want. Yeah. And this can be uncomfortable at first, especially if there's some things in your life that you may not be desiring right away. But recognizing that for uh, what it is, just an opportunity to grow, to say, hey, I'm I'm owning my life. This is this is it. And it's perfect. And I'm uh, creating this this new possible future. And the mindset of financial independence, you can have the mindset of being financially free, financially independent, even if you are financially nowhere close to it. It starts with the mindset, even if you're just at, you know, at the very beginning of a financial independence journey where you're like living paycheck to paycheck or in a bunch of debt or both, um, even in that place, you can still adopt the mindset of a financially independent, wealthy person. And it really requires starting with that. Yep. And then your outer world will catch up to, to reflect that. Mm-hmm. Yep. I know that's what we did. We, you know, had 
a lot of struggles and challenges with finances over the years. And we found that just by putting our goals, our mission, our mindset, and ourselves first, that all that stuff worked itself out and more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 90% mental. 10% not. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fun little rhyme that we just randomly repeat because it applies to everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did I say it's a rhyme? It's not even a rhyme. No, it's just it's like a, a mini rap. little chant. We're just strange. Yeah. We should turn that into something sometime. Yeah, we'll make like a fun instructional rap about the mental game. Yeah. Of life. Yeah. It'll be really dorky. Mm-hmm. Props. That's okay, because it works. Yeah. So... What we've talked about the mindset of financial independence, but what is it specifically? What like what does it mean to be financially independent? Yeah, and the textbook answer would say it is your net worth, the amount that you have saved, multiplied by the rate of return you're getting on your money. When you invest your money, you hope to get more back by providing that value. And then if that number exceeds your annual expenses, then you can be financially free. So let's say if you have you know $500,000 and you make 10% on your money, you make $50,000 a year, if you can live off of that, then technically you're financially free. And we'll explore each of those variables a little bit more and how you can really um, work with the, the math and the equation here to really take control of that yeah starting with wherever you are right within Mm -hmm. the constraints of your reality in your particular situation how can you play with those different variables to go get closer to financial independence and thereby have more ownership of your life yeah so no matter where you're at it really is perfect because even if it's just a small fraction of what you you know need to be to be financially independent, even that can be powerful. Knowing that if you stopped everything and if you just have a, a few thousand dollars saved, the fact that that could actually turn into income for you, um, it's great. I know when we you know had a thousand dollars saved as a big thing, and then when we had ten thousand dollars, and hundred thousand, a million, it's like each way um, as as you keep growing, it's just more and more freedom so to say you're seeing that progress and that's part of it is just seeing the incremental improvement and really that's that's the playing the money game is setting your target being you know using some strategy to help you get there yeah yeah and taking care of your mindset mm-hmm. again your beliefs. most important yeah. yeah so you can do this mm-hmm. yeah So first thing is we've got to increase our savings. That's really always the answer to financial independence is having enough of a nest egg or net worth to live off of. And so there's a few things that help us make that happen. Biggest one is the amount of money that you save out of every dollar that you make. So if you make 50,000 a year, are you saving anything? Are you saving $1,000? Are you saving 5000 Are you saving 30000 There's people that have managed to make all those work. And really, the more you can save, the further ahead you're going to be. And we can increase our saving through two variables. Mm-hmm. We can decrease our spending 
and increase our income. Yeah. And the cool thing actually about decreasing your spending is it actually counts twice because when you decrease your spending, you have more that you can save. And then again, that equation of being financially independent, it's how much you spend is what's going to dictate how much you actually need to save. So if you can get by on less, you can actually retire earlier than, um, than you might otherwise. Basically, to reduce your spending, you can start to look at your life and think about what, what are the things I can start to cut back? Like, how can I live a little bit more simply and a little bit more in alignment? We did a whole episode a little bit ago about you know, that financial integrity about aligning your spending with your values. So that can be a really helpful thing to look at all of your spending. And what are the things that you're spending on that are actually bringing you joy or like making your life tangibly better? Mm. And I can bet if you really look at go like go through your last few months of bank statements and credit card statements and start to look at what things you're spending money on there are going to be some of them that really aren't bringing you that much joy and there are other things that really are and if we can just cut back on those unnecessary things it's even that is freeing in itself. It feels mm-hmm. really nice to know that your spending is really in alignment with your values yeah. and what enriches your life. Um, but then, yeah, it also leaves a lot more room to then save that extra money. Yeah. And by even cutting out 10 to $20 a week from a reoccurring expense, it's crazy. It actually saves the average person like one to even three years of working with um, by, by doing that if you really run it out and again I, I geek out on this stuff so I've kind of done that a few times and just saw the power of saving so that's how you can see so many people do this in such a small amount of time some people even like less than five or ten years it's just by saving a ton of money and living off of a lot less actually why don't you explain how that works like how by reducing your weekly or monthly expenses by X amount you can work, X amount years less. Because this was a powerful concept for me. I was a little bit resistant to some of the like, some of the saving things. Like, you know, I wanted to go buy a coffee when I was out or whatever. These, all these little expenses that mm. that were really unnecessary. I was resistant to letting those go because to me it was like, it's not a lot of money. What's the big deal? Yeah. But when you explained this math to me, it kind of blew my mind. And then I realized, okay, yeah, it is worth <laughs> cutting out these expenses. Sure. We'll just do some simple math and here's some numbers coming at you. If you spend $10 a week more than you need to, then that's the $500 per year of additional expense. Now, on that equation, it's how much you need to save multiplied by your uh, average rate of return. For easy and conservative math, let's say it's 5%. So you'd actually need $10,000 saved to go live off of that, um, to afford that extra $10 a week. Your $10,000 saved gets you $500 a year in passive income, financially free. Um, And that $500 a year is $10 a month, sorry, $10 a week. Yeah. In order to spend that extra $10 a week, you now have to go and save an extra $10,000. And now for most people, Again, it depends on your savings rate and a bunch of things. But, you know, if you're making 
you know, say $50,000, that's, that's a 20% savings rate to do that. Or maybe it takes you two years to do that. Um, so if you, yeah, if you made 50,000 a year and you save 10%, it's 5,000 a year, you'd actually have to work two more years of your life just to, for that, you know, couple coffees a week. Yeah. And so it's, that's the thing. And that's really why we want financial independence is to take control of your time is to be able to have the freedom to do what you want, when you want. And so seeing the little things that kind of get in the way of that, that's where I find the math kind of helpful. Yeah, that put things in perspective for me. It's like, well, it's not a three or four dollar coffee. It's actually a ten thousand dollar cup of coffee. Because <laughs> yeah, that's what we need to do if we want to be financially independent. Yeah. yeah. Now it's a lot more complicated than that. And we've since then decided after we've kind of got to the level of financial minimal financial independence that we wanted. Now we want to expand our means and, you know, have that abundant life of doing whatever we want, whenever we want. And so we're just playing the game of amassing a larger net worth to do that so it doesn't mean you need to cut it out but that's one of the ways to get there quicker and then from there once you have the time and freedom to do other things then you can start you know adding things back in by creating more in the money game yeah and as a side note when we're talking about like you know financial independence giving you the time and the money freedom um having financial independence and quote unquote retiring doesn't necessarily mean you just like stop working and go hang out at the beach all the time. That's nice to do once in a while, but you'll find you get pretty bored. <laughs> or at least we did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what it's really about is being in control and working on what you want, mm-hmm. being able to give your gifts in greatest service to the world without the constraints of finances, like without the as many restrictions of finances, being able to invest your time the way that you want to, to, yeah, give your gifts to the world. Yeah, exactly. So mm-hmm. that's how you can use your expenses and really um, deciding what is the best use of your funds right now to uh, get you there faster. And again, maybe it's just putting a hold on some lifestyle um, purchases, or maybe it's drastically cutting a bunch of things. Um, however you want to play the money game, you can uh, use your expense control as a good gauge. Yeah, it depends how aggressive you want to be. Yeah. You want to get there faster, then you need to be more aggressive with cutting your spending. Mm. If you're okay to play a little bit of a slower longer game then awesome that's fine too but the key is choosing right like you get to choose how fast do you want to do this and then also if you do decide you're it's not worth it to you to cut a lot of those expenses and you're going to take the slower longer route well in 20 years at least you know why you're in the position you're in. You've made progress and you're still making progress and you know, yeah, this I've designed it this way rather than being 20, 30, 40 years from now and being in a worse off position going, how did, how did I end up here? Shouldn't I be like, shouldn't I be more well off than this? <laughs> we want to get ahead of it and create the financial future that we want. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And on the flip side, so you can cut expenses, you can also increase your income. So as you go about adding more value to the world, generally you'll end up getting paid more. 
So it's both uh, looking for ways you can add more value and depending on, again, how aggressive you want to be, either looking for additional income streams or looking to get a raise or switch positions because this can help amplify that. So again, what you make minus what you spend gives you the uh, amount that you could then go and invest. So if you want to keep your expenses where they're at, or maybe just lower them a little, you can increase your savings by earning more. Um, now again, decreasing your expenses comes with the added bonus of now you need less to be financially independent. But um, again, if you choose not to go that route, then we're just looking to build your, your net worth more. So how much more can you save? And uh, yeah, that's, that's really what gives you your savings rate. Mm-hmm. And the best thing to do is to actually make that your very first expense. Very first thing that goes out, you know, not your rent, not your mortgage, not your, you know, groceries. groceries. It, it's your savings because you'll always find a way to pay the other things. They're just necessities of life, but no one's forcing you to go save your money. And so it can easily get swept aside or it could be oh, whatever's left over, I'll save and it's often not as uh, much as you'd like it to be uh, on your road to financial independence. Mm-hmm. So put your savings first, make it automated, make it, you know, just happen without uh, any effort on your part. Pay yourself first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I like you mentioned a few different ways that you can increase your income because um, it's important to know that no matter where you're at, no matter what your circumstances are, there's always creative ways to increase your income. So mm-hmm. this is, again, getting into the driver's seat of your financial life. And even if you you know, have a job where you feel like, well, I'm already making as much as I can in this job, maybe make it your priority to find a better job. I think, um, forget where we heard this, somebody said that when you have a job, your part-time job should be finding a better job. Yeah. So always upgrading. And part of this is improving yourself too, right? Always growing and learning and looking in whatever industry you are working in. How can I be even more valuable to the people I'm serving? What is there a course I can take? What other ways can I level myself up so that I can attract more money? And of course, in business, we all know that you can always be increasing your income. Um, so yeah, a lot of it is comes back to kind of the self worth too, knowing mm-hmm. that you do, you know, add tons of value and deserve to be well compensated for that. Mm-hmm. And again, that's why most of it's the mental game is just knowing, hey, you're going to be attracting lots of abundance. You're going to be really intentional with how you how you spend your money, and you're going to save lots and lots for your financially independent future yeah yeah so once we have that that's your biggest control of how you're going to build your wealth is your saving money now that's luckily we've got a few other things that really help you fast track that on the road to wealth and that's the power of time and compounding so let's talk about time first the longer you are invested the more you have time for your money to grow. And no matter how old you are right now and how little or how much you've invested up until now, today is the perfect time to start. Exactly. The best time is 10 years ago and the second best is today. So 
or the best is just always today because yeah. we can't change the past that's true no yeah. no regrets no it's exactly. perfect right but, now <laughs> yeah but 10 years from now you'll be happy that you didn't rest exactly yeah the again it doesn't take much and it, it is a bit of a slow growth at first or can be but when you really start seeing money earn your money earning more and more money and it's starting to compound um it's really cool to watch that snowball over a long enough time period mm-hmm. that's all you need is your money out there working for you um so try and invest as much as you can as quickly as you can and then finding good returning assets is the second part is how much you have how long you get to keep it out there working for you and then how quickly can you grow it in that time period and mm-hmm. that's also another doubly powerful variable because it'll be what increases your your nest egg and it'll also be what you can then go in live off of each year of your nest egg mm-hmm. so you want to find good investments where you lower your risk of losing your money and you you're you know being as intentional as you can be things that are important to you as well as things that just make sense financially to invest in yeah yeah and this a whole nother conversation about different types of investing, different types of assets and et cetera, et cetera. So we probably won't get into too much detail about all of that. But I mean, for us, real estate has been a great vehicle and we're also invested in the stock market and some cryptocurrency and some private companies as like angel investments, venture, venture capital. So, you know, don't get too hung up on the details about where you're going to put your money first the most important thing is that you get started Mm -hmm. get started in something that's low risk yep an index fund is always a good way to go you know it's easy enough to do it gets you in there and on average you'll double your money every eight to ten years and again if you start doing the math behind doubling your money every so often uh it doesn't take you too long to uh ten times your money you can even see how long it would take it to 100x. That's that's really the power of saving, compounding, and just letting it do its thing. So just get started and find yeah, something to, to invest in. Einstein said compounding is the eighth wonder of the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah exactly. Which I get, like, not just when it comes to money, compounding anything. Like, anything done with consistency yep. is powerful. It's like when you apply consistency to any of your efforts in any area of your life, you become unstoppable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's financial independence in a nutshell. Again, you've got your nest egg, net worth times your rate of return. And if you can get that higher than your expenses, then you are free to do whatever you'd like to do. Mm-hmm. So we've talked about the different ways you can do that. Increase your income decrease your expenses, which has that double bonus to it. You can invest for longer, invest at higher rates of return, and ultimately just up your savings as much as you can to speed up that whole process. Yeah. And remember to have fun in the process. Mm. It's I know when we talk finances, like it can seem like such a serious thing or whatever, but that's the beauty of being in control of your financial landscape is that you get to choose what kind of journey it's going to be for you Mm -hmm. and 
you know, it's important to also be putting aside money that you're going to enjoy and to be allocating money to the things that are important to you in life, as well as saving for your future so that you can continue to do that and, you know, live even more abundantly in the future. Uh, But yeah, bringing fun to the whole process. Yeah, exactly. Having a mission and a purpose to it as well, because again, money is just a, a vehicle it's um, not the not the end game, not the end goal, but just kind of what allows you to bring about the the gifts that you want to bring to the world. Mm-hmm. So yeah, focus on that that big picture, be in alignment with your partner, and uh, have fun playing the money game. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a rating and a review and share it with the people that you care about because we can all use a little more love in our lives. Until next time.